Welcome to the Mouska Moms podcast, a Disney planning podcast where we enjoy quick conversations and cocktails with a Disney twist. We are your hosts, Juliana. Aloha. And Jennifer, that's me. Lori's sitting this one out today. Um, If our listeners have been keeping up with our busy summer schedules, you know that Juliana and I just spent some glorious time visiting Disney's Olani Resort and Spa in Hawaii. And so we had to come back and put together for you our top five must-dos for the perfect stay in Disney's Olani Resort. So grab your flower lays and a pineapple umbrella drink and take a listen to today's episode because it's time to make like the Brady Bunch and talk Hawaiian vacations. But first, of course, we need to begin with our Mouska cocktail. All right, so this one kind of goes against everything these two Mouska moms stand for, but when in Hawaii, we have to do it. Our Mouska cocktail today is, of course, the Mai Tai. If you've never had a Mai Tai, it is, seems to be the official drink of Hawaii. I don't know if that's true or not, but they love it down there. Um so we've got to talk about it for a minute. It's made with three different kinds of rum, um, lime, orange, and almond. It is very sweet and very full of rum. Um, where I had it, the I had it actually at a luau. They used orgeat for the almond, um, and they might have put a bit too much. It's delicious, but after three of them, I couldn't even finish the third. <laughs> You had three of them? I well, am utterly shocked. We'll talk about what I did for a luau in a little bit, but you know, that's where I like had little... that's where I had mine as well. Yeah, I think that's because when in Rome. Exactly. And it came in like one of those little tiny cups. It, it was, but I like I could not, I could not anyway, try it. <laughs> it's really good. Mm. But you can get a Mai Tai anywhere on the island for sure. But there is one drink that I got at Alani that I have to give a mention to, even though it's not official. It, and it kind of sounds really weird, but it, it was a coconut mojito. And it was really fantastic. They serve it frozen, like like a frozen margarita kind of thing. And it's really, really minty. And you can see that they like chopped up, blended up fresh mint leaves, but they use coconut. Um, I don't know which liquor it is. It might liquor it is. It could be rum, but I don't think so. Um, actually, it might be. So it's coconut and mint and um, lime. And it is, I know you're making a face. She's making a face, folks. It sounds well, terrible. Put the lime in the coconut. The, right. So I, and I then throw some mint sense. in there and freeze it. It was absolutely delicious. And I also want to say this about Alani. Like most Disney destinations, they are not shy with their cocktails. They they pour heavily, it seems, even if you're so if you're sitting at the pool all day, one or two of these is just fine. <laughs> you might want to switch to beer. But it was fantastic. I love it. It reminded me of a drink that Andy and I had on our honeymoon in Costa Rica called the Coco Loco. I think I've talked about it on the podcast before. They served it in a big coconut. This is served in a plastic cup. I'm sorry. But they would serve it and it was coconut and mint together, like creme de mint and coconut water. It was 
insanely good. And so this reminded me of that and I loved it. It was really, it was tasty. So when you go to Alani, get the coconut um, mojito. And if you're so inclined to try what we think might as well be the official drink of Hawaii, get a Mai Tai too. Yes. All, <laughs> all of that. <laughs> just one, just one Mai Tai. All right. So Juliana spent her vacation in Hawaii with her husband and her kids. And I did my visit just with my husband. So adults only. So I think we had pretty similar experiences, though, despite that. Um, it's definitely a destination that's conducive to all types of travel, family travel, adults only, girlfriends, bachelorettes, whatever. Absolutely. We saw people there with infants. We saw people there, you know, on their honeymoons. It was, it was, it's an everybody place for sure. It's an, it's an everybody place. And without further ado, we are going to give you our take on our top five must do's to make any visit to Disney's Alani Resort and Spa outstanding. So in no particular order, because I think this is not in order because I would switch some things around. But anyway, <laughs> um, number five, definitely you're going to want to spend some time in the water. That seems like a no brainer since you're going to an island. Um, but it's definitely something that you're going to have to make a lot of time for on this vacation. So Alani is on the island of Oahu. Um, and and there's there's plenty of water. Yeah, it's <laughs> to so, experience. Oahu in general, I said this to Jen, Oahu, um, I liked it more than I expected to. It's a really cool island. Um, I could totally move there. <laughs> it's fantastic. I totally could. Um, so the beach at Alani. So Alani is like, let's just talk about the, the resort in general. It is beautiful. It We stayed, so I traveled around Hawaii and ended my stay at Alani. And I so I stayed in a bunch of places and it was definitely one of the best. It, it's it's meticulously maintained. The rooms are very large. We just had a, a standard uh, garden view room. Um, I learned a lot about the placement of the rooms, which is really interesting. Um, anyway, it's a really big resort and somehow it was smaller than I expected it to be, but didn't feel as large as I thought it would, if that makes any sense. I don't know. They make it feel cozy, but it's a, it's pretty big, but it, anyway, there are several pools located throughout the property. There's one and there's a lazy river and there's just, my kids were in absolute heaven. They loved it. And then there's the beach and what my point trying to eventually get to about the water is that the way that it's situated and the way they've sort of built in a little bluff in there is this is the calmest water I saw in all of Hawaii, which is a good thing because we people want to swim in it. You know, if you go to other parts of the island, you're not swimming at all because the waves are so crazy, but um, super calm. You can do stand up paddle boarding. You can grab some snorkel equipment. Um, it, it's really it's really I think it's perfect. a man-made bay 
There are definitely man-made barriers out far into the water where the water is coming in from the ocean, which definitely helps with that calmness. Absolutely. Um, Alani is in this area of Oahu called Koalina, which is like this gated golf community. So you have all of these fancy schmancy resorts where Alani is right next to the Four Seasons. You have a Marriott timeshare property right there. There's a golf course. There are a bunch of like condo association communities. Um, and Alani shares the little cove or bay right with the four seasons so the beach is pretty big um it was it, this is the most crowded time of the year to travel to Alani I when I was on the beach I didn't feel that crowd I you know we always found a place to sit um they had plenty of really nice lounge chairs with umbrellas and and all the things um it was a beautiful beach it was really nice Another cool thing that you can do in this little area of Koalina is there is a marina down at the other end of this community. And they, from there, and we'll talk about this when we talk about some of the excursions, but you can visit this marina. There are like boat excursions that you can take, fishing, all the kind, all the things, but it's a beautiful walk and you can walk right along the beach or you can walk right along the the roadway there. Um, And it's super nice. And there are also a lot of hidden beaches around there. Did you have any time to explore that? So uh, Hawaii in general is full of amazing hidden beaches. When we, by the time we got to Alani, we just sort of stayed put. We just really just chilled at Alani. So I was going to say walking around there is really cool. Unlike so many resort destinations that you go to, Alani is not the kind of place where you're just, where you have to just stay there, right? Mm -hmm. You can, if you want to just chill there, you can, which we did, but you can walk these cool, this cool area and feel perfectly safe and, and comfortable. You know, like sometimes you go somewhere and you walk off the resort and you're like, okay, I want to turn back around and go back in depending on where you are. It's, it's definitely not like that in Koalina. Um, there's a great shopping center right across the street. That's got restaurants and things to do. Um, but we were talking about water. I skipped ahead to food. Look at me. How did I do that? So we actually did walk around and explore. We, we got married on one of the little secret private beaches by Alani and it was beautiful and there was nobody on the beach at all, oh, like which so made nice. it really nice for us. Um, but the woman who was our efficient for the wedding is a big snorkel scuba diver and she goes there all the time to snorkel because she said you see like little octopus oct- mm-hmm. octopi mm-hmm. and turtles and everything so mm-hmm. it's definitely worth it to take your time especially if you're doing a resort stay at alani to walk around and explore the other little kind of hidden beaches tucked away around the main absolutely. Alani beach. absolutely and if you're but if you're traveling with little kids and that doesn't sound like your thing you know wanting to snorkel on the beaches um the alani does have this area called the reef where you can pay a small fee for snorkel equipment and they have set up in there, their own pool um, with, with fish and whatnot that you can swim with and snorkel. And that's really cool. We saw a lot of people doing that. You can also watch from the side, the pool has kind of like glass windows through 
through the side so people can see the fish and stuff. That was really, really neat. Um, it's an, it's not unlike, say, if you went to Discovery Cove and didn't, you know, snorkeled in their waters there. It's just a little bit smaller. But it was really, really cool. And we saw lots of people with younger kids doing that because I will tell you, we snorkeled a lot throughout the islands. And, um, you know, my kids are nearly once almost a teenager and one is a teenager. And, and there were times where I was a little bit anxious out there on the water with both of them. Cause I, I'm nervous on the water anyway. So I really like the idea of the reef of a little encapsulated space where I can take my kids and they can look at the fish and feel they love, they loved it. They absolutely loved snorkeling. It was great. And and to continue our talk about the water at Alani, I mean, we need to talk about the pools. Absolutely. Um, so the pools to me were very reminiscent of, I know you guys heard us talking about the pools on The Wish and how we kind of loved it because there were a ton of them and they were like small little pools spread out everywhere. So at Alani, you definitely have the main pool area which has the huge water slide, it has the lazy river, all the things, but they're also tucked away all these other little smaller pools. There are like these affinity pools with caves looking out into the ocean. There is a tiny little splash pad with just the water bubblers coming up from the ground. There's a huge splash pad with like buckets dumping on everybody. And um, I feel like every corner that you turn, there's another little area with seating and pools and hot tubs and all sorts of water features and stuff. So it's kind of a cool way to set it up and to make it have that cozy feel that Juliana was talking about before it is a right. huge resort. And this right. was the busiest time of year. Right. But there were ways that Alani made it seem less busy and more intimate. And I think the pools was one of one of those ways. Kind absolutely. of break it up like that. Yeah, absolutely. So of course, when we got there, we did like a little recontour of the whole back end of the resort there to see the water and, and looked around and picked out our spot for the next day because it was the busiest time of year and it was really crowded. When we arrived, we got there at like three or four in the afternoon. And I was hoping that by then people would be getting up and going, but those pools and pool chairs were quite crowded. There was every single one of them was full. Certainly every one of them in the shade was full. Um, so we camped out and we had, we had a great time anyway, discovered the, uh, the drink that I talked about earlier and it was a wonderful, wonderful evening. Um, but, but then I was determined the next morning because they do, I should back up. They do have cabana spaces for rent, um, for the day. And, you know, again, this was the tail end of a really long vacation for me. So I, I confess, I did not plan ahead very well for this at all. It turned out to be totally fine. But by the time we checked the night before, there were no cabanas or anything available. I have to look into how far in advance these things sell. I really, I did. 60 days, I believe. I, yeah, I confess, I did not. You can get on a wait list in the morning. The cabana opens up, it opens up at eight. There were people lined up by seven. Um, but instead of getting up that early and still having to pay a few hundred bucks, I decided to get up that early and just stake out my spot. And I, I, I don't even want to tell you how, well, you know, jet lag is real. So everybody in Oahu seems to get up early. Like people are up at like four o'clock in the morning in Oahu, but, um, I staked out my lounge chairs that night before and just, was determined to get up at 5 a.m. and go sit in them because they are very strict that you can't go out, throw your towel on and walk away. You have to be in it 
once 8 a.m. comes when the pool opens, you have um, you can only be away from your chair for an hour and they do check mm -hmm. um, and they're pretty strict about it. These busy times of year, I thought for sure there was no way they would enforce this rule because I thought they wouldn't have enough staff and things like that. But they sure did. And and they I, I saw them. I saw people be like, where's my stuff? Yeah, <laughs> they have too. a system. They have a system. Um, but anyway, I think it was I did a little a bit. I think it was a little bit different for two of us. So we were only finding chairs for two. And yeah. whereas Juliana's time was very limited at Alani, right. we stayed our entire vacation at the resort. So we did a lot of excursions. And um, that meant that by the time we got back to the resort, it was about four o'clock. And for two people around four o'clock, we never had an issue finding a chair either. Right. The beach was a lot easier to find a lounge. Right. Yes. But we also were pretty successful finding chairs by the pool at that hour for just two people, even though it was so busy. So it really yeah. does depend, but yeah. And she's but not lying. She sent us pictures of herself. I either because I have to tell you, like, first of all, I was not the only person up, but I got the perfect seats that I wanted sitting by the edge of the infinity pool, looking out onto the ocean. And I parked my hiney there all day long. But what I'm about to say is it was just such a peaceful, beautiful morning to be able to sit out there with nobody out there, not my children, not my adoring husband, just me and a book and a cup of coffee and a blanket because it was a little chilly. Where did and you get coffee at five o'clock in the morning? In the room. I made it in oh. the room. But it was like, it was just, it was, it was really nice. And especially again, at the end of a long vacation with a lot of togetherness, it was really nice. So moms, do it. Listen, <laughs> this is where dads are smart. It, I was the second person out there grabbing a chair, three, four, five, six people, all dads, all of them. Oh, it's okay, honey. I'll take one for the team and get up early and go stake out lounge chairs. It's a dream. Do it. It's the best thing ever. It's so much better than staying behind with your kids and getting them ready for the pool. It was amazing. Your secret is out now. It is. Next thing I you know, it. it's going to be all moms out there taking love for it. the team. I mean, yeah. look, I highly recommend it. And like I said, it was a really relaxing, awesome day. So I'm glad Whoa. I did it. And it didn't cost me a lot of money for a lounger. So there you have it, kids. Your, your number one tip from Juliana. <laughs> I loved it. I really did. Loved it. All right. Well, number four on our list, we need to talk about the food because we always talk about the food. We already gave you a little bit of a scoop about the drinks. Um, let's talk food. So food in Alani, like I think you have two choices when making this vacation. It's definitely one of those things where if you want to have just a resort vacation and stay at the resort either for you know one day, two days or a whole week, you will not be bored. You will not run out of things to eat, new restaurants to try, all the things. If that's how you want a vacation, it's absolutely doable. Or you can do like what we did and leave the resort and, and all that stuff. But there are plenty of restaurants right in Olani and also in that Koalina area where you don't need to have a car to get to them. Um, let's talk about restaurants in Olani first. There's one restaurant called Ama Ama, which is kind of their signature restaurant. That was closed when I was there. They were doing a huge refurbishment. But I will say the location of this restaurant's amazing. Like the back of it, they were sanding the floors. 
<laughs> so they're going to have beautiful hardwood floors right overlooking the beach. Yes. But you know uh, what? The day I got back, Disney announced that they're opening Ama Ama back in, I want to say, early September. So Yeah, I, they were fin- They were definitely putting the finishing touches they were, on it. And it's going to have spectacular views. Yeah. Yeah, but their their main le- their main restaurant um, that we ate in, oh my gosh, I have to remember it. So their main restaurant that they do keep open, they open for uh, breakfast and dinner. And breakfast is a character breakfast. Um, right now, it is not a buffet, but it is a it, it's not an even an all you care to eat kind of experience. Um, it's kind it of family like, style is not really it's kind of like how um trattoria al forno used to be in on the boardwalk there with that character experience where they brought you the basket of pastries and you could have as many as you wanted and then every person ordered their own entree and you had drinks and all that makahiki the bounty of the islands so it's open for breakfast and dinner breakfast again it's a price fixed meal um it's three courses it was, it was, you know, your, your Disney breakfast. I had Mickey waffles because I wanted a Mickey waffle in Hawaii, (laughs) Um, but they do give you mimosas. You can have mimosas or Aloha Mary's with your breakfast that's included in the price. Um, And they do take, so when you enter, you get your picture taken with Mickey. You have the option of purchasing that. They have a photo pass thing that you can purchase um, just like you can in the parks. We decided to, we just used our phone cameras. We took our pictures with Mickey ourselves. Um, and then you walked in and we got our picture taken with Goofy. And then you, you're you seated and then two more characters were walking around. And I forget who, oh, Max and Pluto. So it was very cute. I had, to, I was with my husband, but I had to do a character breakfast. Absolutely. Because, Absolutely. Because we did not. We did mostly um, the quick services while we were, were um, on property. And even those are pretty great. Like I had a decent hamburger. I had a poke bowl. I mean, they have a lot of stuff. There is a, a casual place. So, so Makahiki and, you know, Ama, they book up in advance um, but there is a casual place um, that is still table service right by the pool. And it also has like a satellite set of tables over by one of the other pools called Off the Hook. And that mm-hmm. one seemed to have space for lunch and dinner um, the whole time. Things close a little early at 830. But, but um, you know, food's good and all that. Sandwiches, salads, appetizers, things like that. Typical poolside lounge. But table service, which is nice. And then anywhere you sit, anywhere in a lounge chair, there will be someone serving you there. I, so I will say this for Alani of all of the places that we visited in Hawaii, they had the absolute best service. It was that Disney charm that you expect. Everyone was eager to serve. There were people, there, there were cast members everywhere. Like I never had to look around for someone to ask a question or anything. Um, it was really nice. The, we, yeah. The food was great at the resort. And, and I have to say, they do require advanced reservations, but I also did not plan well for my own trip. I didn't make any advanced reservations at Alani itself, and we were able to get both the breakfast and we ate dinner at Makahiki also. There Makahiki dinner was a price fix menu as well, and it came. It was three courses. It was delicious. It was Good. one of our better meals, but. Good. 
Um, so don't don't fret if you haven't made advanced reservations. It's still possible to get them. Absolutely. Also, there's there are cute little like stands by the pool that are not served by by bars. So, like my daughter needed to have mozzarella sticks because she said they were the best ever, and they only serve them at Mama's Snack Shop. Which so I had to leave my lounge chair and get up and get them. Oh, the nerve! Oh. But anyway, I know it was great. You can't go to Alani without getting the shaved ice shaped like Mickey Mouse. <gasps> I know. I was shaved iced out by then. I know. I know. I didn't give Alani its due. I'm not going to lie. But I did visit the Olelo room. That's mm -hmm. the bar off the main restaurant, I want to say. Mm -hmm. Yep. It is beautiful. So yep. it's really, it, you know, there's inside seating, but it's all open. And then a bunch of tables outside and they have live music in the evenings. But the decor in this place is really cool. It kind of looks like little boxes, like periodic tables. And then they have images of Hawaiian things and the Hawaiian words underneath it. It's just really, it was a, it was a cool place to look. I was enjoying the company I was with very much, but I was also really enjoying looking at and trying to pronounce Hawaiian because every time I said anything in Hawaiian, I said it wrong. So there's lots anyway. of vowels. And now a word from our sponsors. Mouse Kamams are avid travel enthusiasts and our podcast is sponsored by Kingdom and Cruise Travel. If you are interested in booking a vacation to Disney or any other worldwide destination, be sure to check out the website, kingdomandcruise.com, and their Facebook page, Kingdom and Cruise Travel. We could talk about food forever, but I think for me, the most exciting thing was just the culture of Hawaii. Um, so Jen and I both did leave the resort for luau's. Um, I loved mine. I don't know if it was an expectation versus reality thing. I went to Jermaine's Luau. It was, uh, we did take an Uber for that. It was like a 15 minute ride. Um, and it was fantastic. I don't know. I just really, the show was amazing. The food was okay. I didn't have huge, super high expectations for the food. Um, it was good. The pork was delicious. The drinks look, I already talked about, but just the whole experience. And you could get like a tattoo painted on and they were, you know, they gave you a lay when you walked in pictures and things and all that was fun and great and neat. But what I really loved was the show. I really just really enjoyed how they did it. It was like they took you across all the Polynesian islands and showed you the different hula from the different areas. And I don't know. I was just aghast. Like, I just thought it was really cool. And the coolest part, honestly, almost cried. My 14-year-old daughter was like, next time they ask her volunteers, mom, let's get on stage. She's 14, tells me she's socially awkward. I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited. So of course we get up there and after 30 seconds, all I wanted to do was jump off that stage. Like, but I had to stay, do it for my daughter because she was having a ball. But it was just, I don't know, it's just really special. It was right on the water. Um, the, the view was gorgeous. It was just, it was spectacular. I'll post pictures. I highly recommend Jermaine's Luau. It was recommended to us by a friend of ours who actually lives in Oahu. So I liked it. Yeah. So we did Chief's Luau and it sounds like all the Luau shows are exactly the same because mm -hmm. we loved the show. It was great. It was, there was humor. There was like, I mean, I've always wanted to see a haka dance and it was like everything that I wanted. And it was really cool. The food was mediocre, but again, like I kind of expected that. Um, Alani does do their own luau. 
I I believe the show is exactly the same. There are no characters. It's not Disneyfied. It is a traditional luau. That price point is a lot higher than the ones that we're talking about. Um, and I think the one difference, it sounds like your my atmosphere was like meh, <laughs> like there, um, there was not gorgeous views or anything like that. So, but the show is exactly the same. So that was really cool to see. And the Mai Tais were exactly the same, <laughs> but fun. And I was so glad that that was something that we decided to add to our trip because it was really, really interesting and cool and like. You have to do a luau you when you to go to Oahu. And you know what else you have to do when you go to Oahu that I did not do? And I feel like a terrible American, but you have to visit Pearl Harbor, I feel like. And you did this, right? I did that. So let's go to the next one, which is excursions. Um, there are a lot of them. Oahu, there was a lot to do in Oahu. I'm so we didn't you. do everything we wanted to do in Oahu. There's and so much to do. We were a little bit wary. We didn't have as long as Jul Julianne had two weeks. We had a week. And so I was nervous that that wasn't going to be enough time for us to do Oahu, do all the things that I wanted to do at Alani, and then island hop. So we chose to just stay on Oahu for the entire time. And we did everything. And it was amazing. We, we definitely went to Pearl Harbor. It was something that kind of... Um, we had planned before we left that we knew we wanted to go, but it wasn't that I wanted to go. I felt obligated to go, but I have to tell you, we really like no regrets. It was right. a beautiful experience. I'm sure it would have been super so amazing. We and I felt like a jerk not doing it because I had my kids with me because they've been on the beaches of Normandy, because they've seen that part of the history, it just would have been really cool for them. But we had to eliminate something because instead we went over to Waikiki Beach and hired a surf rager to teach us a lesson. And this is something you do not need advanced planning for. There are so many people on that beach who want to teach you a lesson. We actually had the name of a guy who teaches um, uh, uh, children I can't, I'm trying to think of the right words. I don't want to be offensive, but children with special needs, he teaches them how to surf. And cool. so we got his name from our friend who lives in Oahu. And my husband called him like a month in advance to tell him, you know, cause we're, I'm a vacation planner, right? That's what you do if you're thinking ahead. And the guy was like, when are you coming again? <laughs> He's like, dude, call me when you get here. So literally my husband called him on a Sunday morning and was like, Sam, we're ready for those surf lessons. And he was like, oh, all right, dude, meet me on the beach. Dude. I love the way Hawaiians talk. I learned all some right. pigeon while I was there. Like, for example, right now, we're talking story about our trips. We're talking story. I love yeah. it. I love how they talk. You know how the kids all say broad now? It yeah. came from Hawaii. It's pigeon. That's amazing. Side note on cultural experiences. Well, but hire a surfer, go to Pearl Harbor, do a luau. We did some eco tourism kind of things. We did a hike one day, and our tour guide was this adorable 20 year old native Oahuan. <laughs> and he knew he's like, bro, this was my backyard. Like, cause we kept saying, how do you know all this stuff? And it was, that was, this is, so we went 
hiking up this mountain and every once in a while we'd stop and he would show us these plants and we could eat some of them and smell and he would say oh we use this for medicine if you cut yourself you can rip this open and put it on your wound and blah, blah, blah. it was the coolest thing ever and this guy literally was 20 because I have a 20 year old and so I kept calling him I'm like oh you're my Hawaiian Sam it was so he was great but like it just that was our favorite day and that was our first day and it was it wasn't because this hike was so spectacular i mean it was gorgeous but it was mostly because the hawaiian people are just amazing and wonderful and nice and laid and back and they're like so funny dry funny though oh, like it, it takes a minute yeah. It took me a minute to get used to the dry humor because they will make fun of you in a second. And yes. you're like, wait, what? Did I just yeah. get insulted? But they're like, I asked a waiter once or bartender. I was like, well, he asked me, you know, what kind of toast? And I was like, what would you do? He's like, I'd make a quick decision. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, all right, weed it is. Okay. <laughs> but then we laughed and laughed. You know, yes. just kidding. It was it was just really funny. Like they're that's just sort of this like witty, I don't know. Yeah. Anywho, so, but so, Luau, Pearl Harbor. Yeah. I feel like so surfing. Our, yeah. So snorkeling, much. swimming so, with the turtles. What so else? Much. Well, I feel like cultural experiences and excursions kind of go together. We're sort yeah. of skipping over resort activities. We'll cover that in a second, but let's talk about excursions since we're kind of talking about cultural experiences as well. Um, one thing I didn't get to do that I regret was heading up to the North Shore and um, going to the Turtle Beach there and um, checking out the food trucks. I will explain that I didn't do this because I had done it on other islands, but you got to go up to the North Shore, didn't you? I did. Yeah, we went and a couple I, of times. I wish I had seen it because everywhere you go in Hawaii looks different. So you went a couple of times. Okay. Yeah, did you get garlic shrimp at a food it. truck? I did. Sadly, my husband is allergic to shrimp, so I felt a little bit bad, but I didn't feel that bad. It was delicious. Yeah. Um, and there were other food trucks. So food trucks, huge thing in the North Shore. And you go and like on the side of the road, there are just these like encampments of food trucks. And the big thing to get is the garlic shrimp. But if you don't eat shrimp or you can't eat shrimp, there are other options. Mark had plenty to eat. Don't worry about him. But I did have the garlic shrimp. It was delicious. And the North Shore in general was just a really cool place to hang out. There were tons of little galleries and shops. And um, there were like swimming holes and beaches. And, and this is also where the huge waves are if you're looking for them, right? Like this is where they host the surfing competitions. Yes. I forget the name of the beach, but Me yes. Too. And and this is also an area where you can drive by and see these homes owned by these huge surf companies where they put up their star surfers for these competitions. So the whole, the like house hunting watching is really cool on this I would drive. Love that. Um, I think one of our favorite things to do was we rented a car one day and we downloaded this app called um, oh my Shaka. God. The Shaka app. It's, yeah. The Shaka is the hang loose sign that the Hawaiians yes. do. It's called the Shaka. So the Shaka app is fantastic. We used it in Maui. Loved it. It was the coolest thing ever. It was, it was a guided drive. You could stop or not. 
but you know, while you're driving, they're playing like this Hawaiian yeah. ukulele and they're music telling you and- cultural stories. So it, it's guided and it uses your GPS location to know where you are and what you're talking about. It worked beautifully. It, it was, was cool. Really something. Yeah. Highly recommend the shock app. The app itself is free to download, but then you pay per tour. So you can like preview the tour and see if it's something you want to do. Um, yeah. I'm really a little sorry that we didn't get to do the North shore. I have always said that this was going to be my once in a lifetime, one and done Hawaii trip, but like Disney, I don't think that's going to be true. I, I absolutely love Hawaii. So we have to wrap it up because we're running a little long, but we can't let this go without talking about one of our favorite excursions. Jen told me about it and I'm so glad she did. This does require a reservation made two days in advance. So if for late planners, you have to do it because it's a nature preserve called Hanama Bay. This place is really spectacular. It's a protected nature preserve. Um, They take it very seriously and it's, it's a Uh, you can snorkel in a nature preserve. Now I will say you can snorkel anywhere in Hawaii. Um, You can pull over to any beach and find fantastic snorkeling. But what's cool about Hanama Bay is that um, it's just so well protected that there is just such an abundance of coral and wildlife in a really short place. My daughter who um, is kind of the kid who doesn't want to do anything everyone wants to do would not let me get out of the water. So she loved snorkeling so much, she discovered that it was a thing for her. So, and this is something we did actually a little early in our vacation when we were in Oahu in the beginning. Um, And so because of her and her passion for this, and we loved that, we snorkeled a lot in in Hawaii. And I will say- Hanama Bay was some of the best snorkeling ever. And it felt really safe and protected. There were tons of um, nature specialists on hand to ask questions of. And one of the coolest experience there was they talked about how the seals or sea lions, I can't remember which, are they're nocturnal and they come and they sleep on the beach during the day. And if they do, you have to stay away from them, give them a 50 foot berth. Well, sure enough, I'm in the water and what comes swimming past me, but a seal, sea lion, whatever it is, this giant thing, they're blowing the whistle. They're like, move over, get out of the way. So everyone's like parting. It starts up onto the sand. Everyone scurries out of the way. This kid had been building a sandcastle. He built like a gully in the in the sand. The sea lion was like, well, that looks super comfy. Plopped inside of it, used the pile of sand as a pillow and did not move for the rest of the day. That is amazing. It was so cool. And then, of course, the, all the nature people are like, they, they set up these big orange cones. Like they put yeah. like a semicircle around it. And they're serious. You get near those cones and they're, it's like they're hefty yelling pie. at you. Yeah. So, um it was we did. We had the same. We had a similar experience. We went to Turtle Beach, and yeah, there were enormous sea turtles. Same thing, though. You can't get within. I think it was ten feet of them, and so they had a huge rope around where they were yeah. just hanging out on the beach. I, and I think that was one of the things I loved about Hawaii so much is how in tune the culture is with the the environment and the planet, and and you know I learned a lot on a lot of different tours about, about shifts they've made in their agriculture, just because of the effects it's had. And, and there, it, it, it's really cool. It's really, really neat. I loved it. So, but I think the last one on our, on our list is resort activities, because again, this is definitely a vacation where if you don't want to leave the resort, you really kind of don't have to, I would suggest you leave it a little bit. Absolutely. I suggest doing both. 
Absolutely. But, yeah, but there is so much to do with the resort. There is an app that you can download, an Alani app where you can see a daily schedule. There are all sorts of things happening. They have activities. You can, you can, they, they have character meet and greets. We saw Moana, we saw the Fab Five, all the characters. They have ukulele lessons that you can sign up for. They do, um, activities where you can make your own mini ears headbands. They have, um, a kids club called Auntie's Beach House where they have activities and art things and all day. And just like on Walt Disney Properties, they have movies that they show every night on the grass. They have stargazing. They have they have all sorts of different things. And of course, it is Disney's Alani Resort and Spa. And they have a beautiful award-winning spa right on property called the Laniwai Spa, which... Um, I, think I didn't to go to. I didn't. So my husband that day after working so hard to get those lounge chairs at five in the morning, he said, you should make a reservation for a massage. We're on vacation. It's what you do. Cause it is, it's what I do. It's like my treat, my vacation treat. And I was like, no, this has been such a vacation. Like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And then finally at like, two, and there were reservations for that whole day when I looked in the spa for a massage. And then finally at like one o'clock, I was like, you know what? My back hurts. <laughs> it's I'm been really it. hard sitting out here all day. Mm. I'm going to go get a massage. And then the only one was at five o'clock and we were meeting friends at 630. So I didn't get to do it, but it looks like a fabulous spot. I highly recommend it. And you mentioned the, um, the Pula Ula room where they do activities, where they do mini ear making. So that is also something you sign up for in advance. You can make your own mini ears. You can do lighted ones or not lighted ones. And you can pick out your colors and supplies and they put them all together there with you with a hot glue gun. Um, or if they're all booked, they actually give you the option of purchasing, picking out all your supplies and purchasing them and for the same price and just bringing them back to your room or back home to put together yourself. Or for an additional charge, you can pick out all your stuff and ask them to put it together for you, which they will do. So I thought that was really neat. They certainly try to accommodate everybody. Um, with everything. And it was, it was a fantastic time. Alani was great. Um, I think that one of, I think it's a great way to, to go to Hawaii, you stay there, do all this stuff. Oahu's got so much to offer. Um, you can have a few resort days and with, with no shortage of things to do and a few exploration days also with no shortage of things to do. Um, I think that leads day. us to our great mask a tip which is yeah. rent a car, a Jeep, if you can only cause they're fun, <laughs> but in, in Oahu, you don't need four wheel drive. You don't need anything like that. Right. Like I, every drive was mostly highway. It's pretty mm -hmm. built up. So a regular car is fine, but if you want to have a good time, a Jeep or a convertible sun, although I do have to caution you, keep your luggage situation in mind. If you're renting from the airport on your way, we were on a two week vacation with a lot of suitcases and, um, uh, I, didn't think about that when I rented a convertible in Kauai. <laughs> Oops. So anyway, that's a story for another podcast. But um, I think the coolest thing about renting a car is if you decide to do that resort stay and then just in the middle of your stay, you want to get off of the resort for a couple of days. They have a car rental place right in Alani where you pick up the car from mm -hmm. Alani and you drop it off right back at Alani at the end of your, yeah. your use, which is so convenient. So, so you could just, you don't have to rent for your whole time. You don't have to pay for daily parking. You just rent your car there for the day that you want to use it. Absolutely. It's so convenient. All right. 
All right. Well, Masca friends, there you have it. Everything you need to know to plan the perfect visit to Alani, whether with your family or on your own, just as adults. What do you think? Did we cover it all? We would love to hear from you and we welcome you to join our community conversations over on Facebook in our group at Mouska Moms Podcast to dive deeper into this and all things Disney and Disney planning. Be sure to follow our show so that you receive notifications when new content is released and you never miss an episode. And please consider writing us a review as well. We really appreciate it. Now it's time to say goodbye. To all our company, M-I-C. See you real soon. K-E-Y. Why? Because we like you.